Oh, yeah. Welcome back to another rendition of Floral Foolishness. He's... <laughs> Good Lord. Every time I think he forgets. He never does. That's the Wrangler. It's island time. Welcome back to Floral Foolishness, where we're going to debate current topics that we kind of made one of them up if you listen to last week's show, uh, but we think it's still relevant. Um, we're also going to talk about other things and complain about ESPN and all sorts of things. And we have all sorts of unofficial sponsors. Um, unfortunately, not um, the Dildo Brewing Company and Museum as an unofficial sponsor. That was last week, uh, but they are near and dear to our heart. While also wearing these crunchy, fantastic, sometimes cut off sleeve Hawaiians. So I'm Stoti. With me, as always, is the Wrangler Jeremy Phelps. So as always, let's get them open and statements going. What is on your mind? Um, so mine's pretty brief today. Uh, you know, the idea of blackouts in sports markets is asinine. And here's why. So I get the thought process that if I'm in Colorado, like if I'm in Denver and I black out uh, an avalanche game, then in theory, then I have to go to the game, which drives ticket sales. But I found something out the other day that's amazing to me is that me living in Charlotte, North Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes games are blacked out. The Carolina Hurricanes stadium is three (laughs) hours from Charlotte, and we don't have a professional hockey team in Charlotte to go see. We're not like you should go and see the Hurricanes anyways. No, I I don't really want to regardless. But, like, I don't know, if you're hanging out at the bar and somebody wants to watch hockey, they want to watch the Canes game, you can't because it's blacked out three hours from the stadium. Let me stop you again right there. Who wants to watch a Canes game? It's the worst fan base in sports. Carolina people are simpletons. You just kind of go with it. (laughs) I I mean, seriously, they're the most fair-weather hockey fans on the face of the planet. Oh, yeah, well, they're in playoff time. Like, if they're in the playoffs, everybody in the entire state is like, oh, I love the Hurricanes. I've been a fan from day one. But uh, anytime we just time of year, nobody even knows that they're relevant or that they're a team. Day one being the first day of the playoffs? Of yes, the Eastern exactly. Conference playoffs? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What team do they come from? Uh, the Carolina Tornadoes. Yes, yes. yes. The Carolina weather, if you will. Oh, yeah, that's the OG. We really are a fan from day one. Oh, yeah, big time. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm just like... No, that was the extent of it. (laughs) I'm just blown away that we're blacking it out three hours from the stadium. Yeah, talk to Colorado and how much they love um, altitude sports. Altitude sports, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, you knew all about that. You were out there for a while. Yeah, blackouts don't make any fucking sense. Um, Even a little bit. And and all that stuff goes back to when like radio was first introduced and stadium owners thought, well, if they can listen to it on the AM radio, why would they ever show up? And now the St. Louis Cardinals are one of the most popular teams in sports. uh, One of the biggest international brands in a city that is just not conducive to having such a thing. Right. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Yeah, no, blackouts are stupid, and the root of that evil is even worse. So, um, yeah, opening statement for this week, um, the Snowbirds are starting to come back. Oh, yeah. To New England. Um, Getting which warm is, again. It, yeah, it's not fun. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was down in Daytona for the 500, and I saw a bunch of them down there. They were like, oh, look, there's a lift for your die plate. And it's like, I, I, no, they're not New Hampshire people. We're not, we're not talking with them. 
they, they're assholes and mm. so they could just stay here but they're apparently not um yeah yesterday was pretty great got behind not a subaru i was shocked that's progress probably had it in their heart though had the subi in their heart they probably traded their subi in for it honestly uh, yeah probably it was like some kia thing and um yeah i mean the they family, were just the family version of a subaru they, they were just straight up pounding fucking yinglings in their car like you could tell the bottle and the whole thing um yeah yeah i mean four lanes ain't enough for this fucking little thing feel like when two hipsters lay an egg and hatch their child they, they trade their super in for the more family efficient kia soul yeah yeah nothing says family like the hamster car exactly nothing hipsters love it yeah yeah and and big zo which it's his birthday today so if you're actually listening happy birthday big zo he's a big fan of the kia soul i think yep exactly i don't know why but um anyways yeah just just wanted to say the snowbirds are coming back and uh so the misery continues so but hey that means it's almost spring so that's a good thing right <clears throat> so with that let's go ahead and get to our first topic for this week and we go to a source that makes most of this dumbass shit that we say on this show look halfway intelligent, the ESPN. Um, so this clickbaity story came to us late Saturday night from ESPN's Rich Paul. Uh, but first, before we begin, uh, Wrangler, we got a quiz for you. Oh, I like quiz. quizzes. What do we got? Yeah, what do we got. Yeah. All right. So you're an NBA team owner. Okay. Um, and somehow Donald you're not Sterling. I was gonna say somehow you're not staunchly racist, um, but and, I guess you could. Uh, I guess you, on this quiz. I guess you really could be if you wanted to. Okay, uh, but it, it's the only we, owner I wanted to be. Son of a bitch. Fine, I'm cubes. Partial owner now. It, that's a whole other story. So, anyways, there's a, um, a potential person you could throw a, a draft pick at in this year's lottery. But let's go. Let's go through uh, some of his stats. Okay. He's averaging 20 minutes a game. Okay. Um, five points per game, 2.8 uh, boards or rebounds, and okay. 2.4 assists per game. So you drift, okay. draft in this kid or not? Well, it depends. There's very important information that was left out. I'm uh, assuming in this scenario, I'm the Charlotte Hornets owner. Is this guy seven feet tall and white? Because if so, I'm trading a king's ransom to take him number one overall. Uh, he is not seven foot tall and white. Uh, then I have no interest in him as the Hornets owner, no. <laughs> all right, but any other owner, any interest at all? No. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with no. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to add one little tidbit in for you. Um, his last name is James. Is in Bronny James. So he is seven feet tall and white. <laughs> All right. So the I'm first... back in. I'm back in. <laughs> Donald Frank Sterling. Kaminsky, Adam Morrison. They can't lead me wrong. Gordon Hayward. Oh, man. Gonzaga fans are just drooling. <clears throat> Adam Morris. Holy shit. There's a name for you. All right. Who so was, first... uh, who was the giant white dude from UNC? Tyler Hansborough. Can't go wrong. All top 10 picks, I think. All the Plumlee brothers. <laughs> exactly. All of them. Just... They didn't even get the right hands, bro. One of them went to Indiana, was halfway decent. The one they took was fucking terrible. <laughs> I've been drafting the right tall white guys. Right? 
come on. Anyway, so uh, we're, we're not talking about the all honky NBA team. We're talking about LeBron James' son, Bronny James. Um, why on earth after this year would you draft him? Also keeping in mind that he did have a heart defect that kept him out for five months. Glad he's feeling better from that. But for fuck's sakes, why on earth would you even consider drafting this guy? Outside the, of the name and jerseys shit. The only reason I would draft him in all seriousness is because LeBron is going to play with him for one or two years before he retires. And so if I'm a team like a smaller market team that hasn't had a lot of success, right? Like if I'm, uh, we're going to go with Detroit as an example right now, because Detroit's been a train wreck for a while here. I know it's not a smaller market necessarily. I mean, it is compared to LA, but um, if you're Detroit, there's no chance in hell of you ever signing LeBron James. He's just not going to play for you in Detroit. But Detroit, not that far from Cleveland. If you draft Bronny and you have his rights, you know LeBron wants to play with him. So if you refuse to trade Bronny to whatever team LeBron wants him on because they just don't want to give up, I don't know, their washing machine for him, there's a chance you get LeBron to come to Detroit to play out his final two, you know, one, two, three remaining years of his career. And that means you're going to get superstar power around him and, you know, regenerate your franchise in that way. So the only possible way I would draft Bronny James is as like a late second round pick if I was a team like a Detroit who just needs the capital in order to get star power. Okay, so here, here's a quiz for you. You can't look it up or nothing. Um, the Detroit Pistons through 59 games have what record? Six and 53. Actually, very close. Nine and 50. Let's go. <laughs> Double digits. Double digits. Almost oh, there. Hey, almost there. Hey, we're almost to, to counting on toes, Detroit fans. We're almost there. I know you don't know how to do that. I just don't understand in a sport where you only have to put five guys on the court, how you can possibly be that bad. Like, I'm not saying that, like, you should be a champion, but it's not like football where you have to have, like, realistically, like, 40 dudes that can play the game in order to be good. You literally need five guys. Yeah, like... In in a league that always or that tries to make itself out as, excuse me, being highly competitive and parody and such, you have the nine and fifty Pistons heading down to take on the apparent Eastern Conference juggernaut that is the Orlando Magic, boasting a thirty four and twenty six record right now. Weirdly, Paulo Banchero turned that whole franchise around, but. I don't know. I mean, it's a completely different topic altogether, but the idea of the draft lottery is partially why Detroit's in the spot they're in. They should have been number one overall this past year. They should have gotten win by Yama, and whether you think he's the truth or not, he's better than Osser Thompson that they got, or Amen Thompson, whatever his fucking name is, um, who, like, 10 games into the season got taken out of the starting lineup and thrown onto their bench. Um, so I, I have heard idea. of none of these people yeah, in exactly. my life. Exactly my point. And so realistically the whole idea behind the worst team in the league getting a number one overall pick is in theory to balance it out right but detroit got Cade cunningham with the number one overall pick who's easily their best player and then hasn't had another number one overall pick since then despite the fact they've been the worst team in the league pretty much every year since and this um, year too and this year they will be the worst team in the league and probably once again not get the number one overall pick although number two overall maybe they'll take brownie <laughs> Yeah, I just, man, I, I think I'm going to take this in the direction of why does ESPN care so much? Like, why does ESPN care so much about Bronny? Because they have yeah. nothing else to talk about. 
you have plenty to talk about. Maybe you mm. could talk about hockey once. That would be uh, fun, wouldn't it? You mean the thing that you have almost sole rights to? No. <laughs> Why would that you want to do that? That would be stupid. Yeah. Um, fun fact. I don't know. Buddy Bayheim was playing in Detroit. <laughs> but what? Wait, really? Jim Bayheim's kid, Buddy Bayheim, no playing sh- in Detroit. Really? Buddy um, Bayheim. But to your point about people I've never heard in my entire life, Tosan Evboomwan. No idea who that is. Malachi Flynn. Nope. Team Simone Fontecchio. Nope. Quentin Grimes, nope. Jared Roden, nope. Marcus Sasser. Hey, y'all, I'm Marcus Sasser. Nice to meet you. Uh, Stanley Umude. No, I, I know who none of these people are. I don't think they're real people. I, I love it how Buddy Beheim, um doesn't have a salary listed. It's just two dash marks. <laughs> dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, that's probably a couple of them are like that. I would assume that's probably because they're uh playing for their G League affiliate right now. It yeah. has to be, uh has to be. And it's they're like, on a two-way contract, and in theory, they wouldn't have a salary. Yeah. And then you have Evan Fournier, who's making 18 million dollars at <laughs> 31. Good Never heard you. of him. Yeah, Fournier. he actually came from the magic, I think. Oh, really? Huh, good for yeah, you. Apparently, he was the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good for you, Evan Fournier. You just bring despair and just losses everywhere you go for $18 million a year. Good job. Dude, and he is the, he's the highest paid. On the, who, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, for anybody who anybody who ever watched Blastered from time to time, we throw out challenges to people. And if they didn't want to come fight, they'd lose. Whatever. I'm going to take this a different direction, though. Um, Pistons GM. I can lose games for you just as easily as Evan Fournier, if not better. <laughs> I don't even need 18 million. I'll do it for, let's say, 10 million. I'll do it for almost half. Um, you've got until the end of the business day Monday to offer me a contract, or we're just going to go ahead and assume that I'm signed to your G League affiliate for $10 million a year. Oh, man. Hey, somebody already beat you to this on the squad. All right. Uh, Stanley Umude. I think yeah. that's how you say it. Uh, who is making a whopping uh, $538,000 this season? There we go. Out of our goddamn Kansas. Our Kansas, not your Kansas. Not your fucking Kansas. This actually turned out funner this way of just looking at who the fuck is on the Pistons roster. And <laughs> God, it is not absolutely nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, James Wiseman. You think him and Jameis Winston hang out? Oh, absolutely. Well, he's the dude who, um, so he was like the number one recruit in the country, and he went to Memphis and played three games, and then they basically said he was illegally recruited, and mm-hmm. so never played another college game ever again. Got drafted like top 10 by the Warriors, and now he's just riding the bench for the Pistons. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> God, yeah, he yeah, doesn't have great great stuff going on holy shit yeah nothing i mean he's not even getting 20 minutes a game for the pistons the nine and 50 pistons when they traded for him last year he um i think they sent him down to g league first i'm not mistaken or i think he was with g league for the warriors and then they traded and called him up but wow holy crap holy crap 
All right. Quentin Grimes. Do you think he goes around just yelling quarrel at people? I, I think he do. Dude, if you pull up his <clears throat> picture, yeah, he kind of looks like it. Quarrel. Um, I'm just looking at how many players have played for the Pistons this year, which is a lot, and um, how bad pretty much all of them are stats-wise. But the fact that this Fontecchio guy is averaging 14 points a game, and I've never heard of him in my life, says a lot about the Pistons. Bogdan Bogdanovich, second leading scorer. Ooh. Ooh. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Is it Simon or Simone Fontecchio? I think it's Simone. Let's see. Yeah, his picture suggests he, he might be a Simone. You know how when you were a kid, you watched um, like Looney Tunes and there was uh, Pepe Le Pew who basically just sexually assaulted that uh, skunk every day or that whatever it was? Yeah. He he looks like the human version of Pepe Le Pew. Like he just goes around and just like sexually assaults trainers and like fans and anybody who's in his path. He's just like, oh, Simone. Oh. <laughs> I make Brett Favre look humane. <laughs> Bonsensio. <Simone>. Oh. <laughs> Oh no. You uh, call me Simone Fantaccio because I touch you so inappropriate. <laughs> uh just like he inappropriately touches people on the basketball court, and that's why he's the exactly. leading scorer, because nobody wants to be near him. All right. Here's the last thought on Brawny. Um don't draft him this year. Don't do it. There, there's no reason to. There's no reason for ESPN to be talking about, oh, why wouldn't you draft somebody who gets five points a game in the pipe 12? <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. Jay's yep. got our intro to the next topic. Uh, so, uh, yeah, bring us into this fun, fun world that you created last week. All right. So, last week we talked about the idea of a race. And in this race, you weren't allowed to use anything technology related, including even like a compass, right? And so, um, you know, we had the idea yesterday that, hey, why don't we just go ahead and just figure out how we would win said race? So the rules are pretty straightforward, all right? You have to start with one foot in the Atlantic Ocean, and it's get to one foot in the Pacific Ocean as fast as you can do it. You can't use any tech of any kind, not even a compass. And then each state you enter, you have to use a mode of transportation accepted there. So in other words, like a horse and buggy in Pennsylvania. Those are the only rules. So with that, we're going to go down this fucking rabbit hole, which will probably be a shit show. We're going to go one state at a time and Mm -hmm. fucking figure out how we're going to get from the East Coast to the West Coast off of these Mm -hmm. rules. And so each of us are going to have a turn going. So we're we're going to have our own routes. So yeah. we'll go different ways. And we I must... did not talk about this ahead of time. So, yeah, we could be on opposite sides of the country for this potentially. Oh, yeah. So uh, I got my uh, dice out, too. So we're adding <laughs> D&D mechanics into this because that's Let's all go. I want to do. Um, but, yeah, so just for other uh, points of clarification here, uh states that you would start with uh, your feet in the Atlantic include Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, uh, let's see, Rhode Island, uh, Connecticut, New York, uh, 
New, New Jersey, Delaware, Delaware, Maryland. Yep. Uh, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. So, yeah, um, I'll let you go ahead and start us off with this one. It's your idea, so go for it. All right. So I'm going to start in Maryland. Um, I'm going to start in Maryland and touch my feet on the eastern shore. And we're talking about mode of transportation. That's something that's uh, local to the state of Maryland. Um, Baltimore is rat city, bitch. There is rats everywhere. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go. There's also a lot of homeless there. I'm going to find a shopping cart from um, a local grocery store. And I'm just going to tie a whole bunch of rats to a string and just have these rats <laughs> pull my shopping cart over the Bay Bridge from the Eastern Shore all the way into the next state. Yep. <laughs> That's how now, we're going to start this fucking thing off. Okay. Now, is your next state Virginia or West Virginia? Uh, I'll get to that when we get to that. Because <laughs> I have not figured that out yet. <laughs> all right all right cool so i got i got myself a nice little d12 here even though there's 14 potential states um so i'm just gonna take i'm gonna take maine out of it just because you would have to cross a lot more um yep. just to get going and i'll take i'll take maryland out of it because you started there so all right here we go a five so that's one two three four new york Fuck all me. right starting on long island baby let's go yep starting on long island um okay so we can't use mass transit um fuck oh yeah okay so here's what i'm going to do um I i'm going to do a very similar i did a rod thing that you were doing um only with a bunch of homeless people um <laughs> i think that yeah that's very insensitive and probably the worst thing i think i've ever said in my entire life but i was not expecting new york and i want this to <laughs> to go um but but um yeah so i think we're just gonna do that you know those like uh little trolley thing or not trolley things but those little things you sit in the back and they like run with them i'll, I'll just keep continually doing that until uh i get into uh pennsylvania i, I like that, it i think that's I like how it. we'll do it yeah all right so next up for me after i leave the great state of maryland with my rat cart i'm going into virginia virginia state slogan is virginia is for lovers so i'm gonna do this off the power of love now cupid is this little baby with these big fucking wings that make him fly so if we could do that for a baby why couldn't we do that for me it's not gonna be motorized i'm just gonna put wings on my arms and just flap until i get through virginia and into my next state so so jeremy is is leaving virginia not only as a lover but swole as fuck oh yeah let's go baby <laughs> just fucking drunken icarus up there um okay so i think what, what i'm gonna do now is i'm gonna roll for success of whatever bullshit i come up with per state because i want to roll per state right so pennsylvania we got to talk about the horse and buggy people so i figure like when i get there they're gonna see my like homeless iditarod and be like well that doesn't seem too great that seems kind of questionable and then go ahead and uh try and convince them to give me a horse and buggy ah oh, fuck 11 so it kind of works 
Okay, here's Your how the wheel falls off like halfway through. Uh they just reluctantly are like, You you need more help than we can give you. Um, please take this and leave. Head that way towards Ohio. But but we'll do odds. I end up in Ohio. Evens, we end up in West Virginia. Oh, six, baby. We're going to West <laughs> by God, Virginia. Let's go. Let's go. You know, I was trying to figure, do I want to go into West Virginia or just go straight in Kentucky? I'm going to go straight in Kentucky here. Uh, yeah, yeah. You should. Yep. Yep. So, um, I'm thinking that in Kentucky, right, they're known for a lot of stuff, none of it good. But the biggest thing they're known for there is bourbon. Yes. So, what I'm thinking is I'm going to get a bourbon barrel. I'm going to jump inside of it and basically just roll that fucker all the way through the state of Kentucky. I think if the bourbon barrel just keeps on rolling, 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 eventually I'm going to get out of that state and into the next one, which I have to look up because I don't know what touches Kentucky. Uh, you're looking at either Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, or Tennessee. We're definitely going to Illinois next. <laughs> okay. So I'm in West Virginia right now, um, and everybody knows that in West Virginia, it's all about the coal, but that uses the devil's machinery. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to go with um, the alternate option that makes fun of Virginia um, a lot, or West Virginia, I should say, a lot, uh, in cousin fucking. Um, and that, that's that's how it's going to be powered. Uh, I was cousin fucking going to get you there. <laughs> it's it's the power of love baby <laughs> I, I i don't know but i rolled a 15 so it's successful is <laughs> also for lovers yeah but not cousin lovers come on come on all right um so i'm gonna take a couple minutes as jeremy explains his next little stop to you fine folks and i'll be back so make illinois a long one so illinois is known for a few things uh they're known for kanye west uh they're known for just oodles and oodles of gang violence um they're also known as the birthplace of abraham lincoln and so uh i don't know if there's a connection between lincoln logs and abraham lincoln but for the purpose of this i feel like there needs to be um and i think we also need to tie the gang violence in there as well so if we get just a whole bunch of Lincoln logs, like I'm talking like an excessive amount of Lincoln logs, I think we could basically build a car out of Lincoln logs, but not put an engine into it, right? So in this scenario with Lincoln logs, you've got like wheels, you've got like a chassis, you've got everything you'd have in a normal car. It can still roll without being electrical. You just don't have an engine in it because that would be the technology component, but then you need a way to power it, right? And so I think the way you try to power this is you somehow have to tie that gang violence in. And so I think the way you tie the gang violence in is um, you just paint it red or blue. And then basically you have the full support of the Bloods or the Crips on your side to push you through the state of Illinois, um, which is honestly, you know, what Abraham Lincoln intended when being born in the state of Illinois is that someday you'd have a Lincoln law car pushed around by, uh, by gangs of separate colors. Um, I think the alternate option to that, looking at this, because I got lied to, is you could also go through Tennessee. Um, 
but Tennessee is really only known for country music. I don't really know how you would use country music to get through an entire state, because I feel like if you're trying to get through an entire state with country music, um, eventually you'd run out of guitars. I don't know. So I guess um, what I would do in that scenario is I would take two guitars and strap them to my feet like snowshoes, um, which you know probably wouldn't help the situation any because there's not really much snow in Tennessee. But um, yeah, no, I think if I was going through Tennessee and going south, that's how I would do it. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah. We're uh, we're going to keep it rolling here, though. So we'll go two states here. We'll double up. Um, so from Illinois, I then have the option of Iowa, Missouri or Wisconsin. So I'm going to go through Missouri. Um, Missouri doesn't have much and it's not known for much. I Googled what is the state of Missouri known for? And pretty much nothing came up. Um you know, I thought uh, I thought maybe there'd be something like super cool that the state of Missouri would give me here. I did not have that at all. What's the state of Missouri known for? It's random oversized objects, and that's highlighted and bolded. Uh, it's home to a 12 foot long pecan, a giant rocking chair is more than 42 feet tall, a 43 foot tall rooster and the world's largest chess piece uh, does not specify what that chess piece is. So being known for oversized random objects is A, just a strange thing to be known for, but B, also just doesn't really help me in this scenario, um, other than what's in St. Louis, which is the Gateway Arch. So what I'm going to do is uh, take a rope from one side of the state of Missouri and tie it to the top of the Gateway Arch and then just use that to swing myself from one side of the state to the other through the random and odd oversized objects. So, yeah. Uh, I just got through two states. I just went through Illinois and Missouri. So now I'm in either Nebraska or Kansas. So now you can go with two states of your own here. Okay. I will go with two states of my own. I, I, I also like... talked about how I get through Tennessee, which is irrelevant, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to go that way. Okay. So I think I figured it out and I'm going to retcon some things um, and, and try and bring some justice to, to my Iditarod team. Um, so I'm just going to assume that they kept following me because they had nothing to do through <laughs> Pennsylvania. And so they're just kind of hanging out with some, you know, Amish folks like, wow, these are fine people. And so probably lose a couple of them there, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, a, a really good human Iditarod team is what, like 20 people. I don't know. Sure. Um, so why not? Yeah. So some of them uh, convert and become full on Dutchy in Pennsylvania. So we're going to go with that. Um, and then the rest of them, while we're in West Virginia, and you were like, well, how does cousin fucking power you like to get through the state? And I said, well, I rolled a 15. So it was successful. So here's how um, it's um, uh, the people actually end up finding their long lost cousin lovers in West Virginia. And through that and through the power of love. Cousin fucking Iditarod gets me through the state. And now I have no more homeless people. So. So they, you know, I think everybody kind of wins in that scenario. Hey, we're all in better places. Um, okay, so now have the choice of either going Ohio or Kentucky. We're going to move forward on this one. Um, let's see. Let's see here. Okay, so got an odd. Well, yeah, we'll just say Kentucky for the sake of it. Um, 
then I don't want to steal your idea, but I was thinking the bourbon barrel things as well. Um, except, you know, that's very Donkey Kong esque, right? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, so not really going to try and shoot out of a barrel per se. Um, but, but I think what I could do is like take individual bottles of like mm-hmm. that are rounded. And then line them up kind of as like alcoholic skis to get across the state. I like it. All right. So we got, let's see how successful that is. Oh, Natty 20. Let's fucking go. Apparently your best idea of all. Yeah. um, So everybody's drunk and everybody won. Uh, So that's how we're getting through that state. Um, Let's see here. So now you've got either Missouri, which I already did, Illinois, which I already did, Tennessee, which I already did. So I did all three of those, and then two of them can lead you to Arkansas, or Illinois can lead you to Iowa. Yeah, it could. It could. Let's see here. So, all right, we're going to roll a D6. One, one and two, Illinois. Three and four, Missouri. Four and – or whatever, the rest of them, the end of them, Tennessee. All right, three. So we got Missouri, all right. Missouri, which, as I was just informed, uh, is a place of random oversized objects, is what it's known for. Oh, that's good, because I'm finding the biggest ball of yarn and running on that bitch. Fuck yeah. Um, Yeah, so let's see, Missouri. Um, How can we make this a little more funny? Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to head, uh, let's see like towards the middle of the state mostly towards like kansas city so that's kind of where i'm leaning with this um but i'm going to because i need inspiration because i'm tired um i'm going to go up to uh some barbecue shops and i'm gonna be like you know in memphis it's a lot better so i have to run from people (laughs) just to give yourself the energy to go uh yeah yeah that's it so let's see let's take her oh yeah i got a four on that one so um it does not work well. We're going to put it that way. Uh, I get the shit kicked out of me. And they're just like, Kansas City Bar, how dare you use the sauce, you motherfucker? And then just like fucking Dragon Ball Z fucking getting smoked like Krillin. There we go. That's Missouri unsuccessfully. All right. Coming out of Missouri, I've got either Nebraska or Kansas. Um, I'm going to go Nebraska for this one. You could do Oklahoma, too. That kind of touches. They do sort of touch. I'm going to stick with Nebraska, though. Um, So I'm going to go up to Nebraska, and Nebraska is known for corn. Uh, Corn stalks are very long and kind of look like stilts. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab two corn stalks, make them into stilts, and that way, with every step I take, instead of a little bit, I'm getting a lot of distance. I'm just going to stilt my way on a corn stalk across the state of Nebraska. Get it. All right. Corn stilts. Let's go. Okay. So I got the same kind of thing. I'm beat to shit. Um, so, but we'll do Kansas or Oklahoma. So, all right. Odd. We'll go with Kansas, the most yep. boring state to drive through ever. That is true. There's seven hours of it, and there's mm-hmm. nothing there which is going to make it even more miserable without cars, right? Yep. So, um, okay, so we go through Kansas City. Um, Okay, what's going to happen here? Oh, I know exactly what's going to happen here. 
Um, I go to uh, the uh, women's professional soccer complex that they are building in Kansas City. And um, I ask if um, uh, Brittany Mahomes is available uh, because, uh, well, again, I need inspiration. I'm beat to shit. And so I'm like, hey, need to talk to Brittany. She comes out. Taylor Swift comes out. Travis Kelsey comes out. It's, I mean, none of this is plausible, folks. So we're just going to roll with it. All mm. right. Um, and then I just ask her what it's like to be a gold digger and run again, because that's the only thing that I can really think for Kansas. Because what the fuck is there, really? Wind power. Wind power. There is wind power there. Mm. Um, but at least to get from the eastern part of the state out. Um, Holy fuck, a two? Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm this almost... people off going really poorly for you. Yeah, right it now. is. It is. I can't really continue to do that. Um, so yeah, Travis Kelsey just like fucking gronk spikes me. Just fucking blah. Um, especially like on my way down when I'm like, wait, Brittany Mahomes, can I use your dumbo ears to fly across the state, bit? And then just <laughs> yeah, so that's how that one goes. Um but yeah, with the the power of the winds, um, I think at at that point afterwards, um, I just become a tornado surfer, all right, or a twister surfer, twister, and that's how like we're it. gonna get across that state. I like it. All right, coming out of Nebraska, we've got Colorado or Wyoming. I'll give you Colorado. I'll go up to Wyoming. Um, so in Wyoming, let's see, uh. Wyoming's known for a few things, and all of these are fun facts that you may not know. Uh, Wyoming was the first state ever to grant women the right to vote. Uh, it's also the first state ever to have a female governor. Uh, it's the least populated state in the United States, and rodeo is their official state sport. Also, fun fact that's unrelated to what I'm about to do here, Wyoming's motto, this is somehow their motto, is equal rights. Yeah, because that's the first thing I think of when I think of Wyoming. That's 660,000 well-informed civilians trying to better each other in their own community. Um, so what I'm going to do is very straightforward here. Rodeo is the official state sport. Women are in power there. I'm going to find a woman on a horse and just jump on the back and have a uh, horse-powered woman, woman-powered horse, take me across this state. Because uh, equal rights. <laughs> Shut up, woman, get on my horse. I'll be the horse. Shut up, woman, I'm getting on your horse. Nice. Nice. All right. Now, in your Wyoming trip, do you visit the state's only elevator in Cheyenne? Oh, absolutely. You got to go up and then get right back down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's exotic, folks. Okay. So after getting the shit kicked out of me uh, in the central time zone, um, we're going to enter Colorado. Um, so, you know, when I get there, it's, it's time to chill out a little bit, you know, um, probably enjoy some of uh, the state's fine, fine adult beverages and extracurricular activities. So I feel like this part of the trip is just kind of where the momentum dies for the most part, especially going over the Rockies. All right. But just thinking of all the fun I could have had in West Virginia by uh, going through the, like the coal mines and stuff. I think I'm going to try something a little bit similar to get over the Rockies now and do like a Donkey Kong version of like the mine shaft, like 
cart racing stuff that was part of the game. Remember what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, I do. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking we're we're gonna do that, um, which also fits with Colorado being the weed state. A 19. Fuck yeah, let's go. So <laughs> things are turning around. Yeah. So I I guess you know like devil's lettuce and I meet Diddy Kong and he shows me how to do this shit and it's just highly successful. <laughs> so so I guess from this point I can go. Utah, well, it is four corners, right? So I could go yeah, Arizona, Utah, too. Arizona, New Mexico. Okay, all right, all right. So I think I'm probably I'm... gonna go down into Utah because I just looked it up, and Idaho has literally nothing. So <laughs> it I'm just has. I, I'm surprised you didn't take Boy uh, Idaho for Boise, like with right. the duck murder field. Like you could get some but power it, out for that. A dead duck can't take me anywhere. Only a living one can. That defeats the whole purpose, dude. That's why you catch him with a net. Oh, fair. All right. So to Stos's point, because we basically figured out how I'm getting through Idaho. So you can have Utah. Uh Boise State has blue turf. Ducks think the blue turf is water. So they basically just uh nosedive out of the sky and break their necks and die and just are on the turf field. So I think that's a great point. We'll just get a giant net out there above the field, catch these ducks, and then use duck power to fly me across the state of Idaho. I like it. I like it too. I'm glad you left me Utah as well. Um, even though I'm going to lose now, it's fine. I'm still going through Utah because it's Do too it. funny. Um, it. Yeah, so when I enter the state from Colorado, um, I'm going to assume that I'm immediately going to be arrested for trespassing and stuff like that. Um, so sitting in the county jail, I'm going to look into my uh, magical hat that I've take off of some other guy that's probably in the drunk tank and i look into it and i start to say things like oh my god he's talking to me through magical golden bricks and i convince people that this is the way to do things so in utah because it is the west uh there's obviously skiing and such um snowmobiles probably wouldn't count here um but i would trade fake fa- uh, fake facts about things for skis just so i could go cross-country skiing and get to the west but mostly i'm just lying to a bunch of mormons which i got an 18 on so again highly successful let's go all right coming out of idaho i've got either washington or oregon um i'm gonna go to oregon and according to the internet one of the things Oregon's known for is barking sea lions on the bayfront. So let me paint this picture for you here. Crossed all these states so far. How many states have we crossed at this point? Too many. Crossed like eight, nine, ten states at this point. I'm in Oregon. I'm crossing the state of Oregon, getting ready to win this race. What do I do is I find the biggest sea lion I can find, jump on his back, have him take me across the state, and imagine, imagine as I'm getting ready to cross the finish line, you just see me riding this giant sea lion just going, ar, 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 <laughs> taking me all the way in the Pacific Ocean for the win. <laughs> and then it doesn't stop, and all of a sudden you're in Japan. Exactly. <laughs> nice. I love it. I love it. All right, so choices now in Utah. I could go Idaho, Nevada, Arizona. Uh, we're <clears throat> we're going to go uh nevada in this one and so quiz for jeremy um what yep. is the state flower for nevada uh cactus 
sagebrush. So good, yep. good there. Uh, and what is the state bird? Um, cactus bird. Uh, the mountain bluebird. So very good oh, there too. Oh, yeah, Easy one to miss. Easy one to miss. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take some sagebrush and I'm going to weave it into a giant net and take okay. the same Boise duck idea only for mountain bluebirds. So I have I to like catch it. roughly a hundred thousand of these fucking things. So, um, and a nine is probably not going to do that. So it's going to take a long fucking time, but yep. we're, we're going to assume that at some point point in the right direction to get to California. Right. So there's a slam dunk for how you get through California, but I'm going to see if you get it on your own here. Slam dunk for it. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I was going to say, um, so California, as we all know, is home to a lot of, uh, a lot of fine features such as fortune cookies, wetsuits and Barbie dolls. So of course, me not knowing that the patriarchy doesn't have anything to do with horses. Um, I am obviously going to enter Barbie land for this. I, I didn't but, know the patriarchy was out of Wyoming. <laughs> uh, fuck, I didn't know that either. Shit. Uh, Nevada, you mean? No, Wyoming. That was the first state to legalize women voting. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And they have horses. They Good Lord, horses everywhere. Um, so... Between um, me walking around Barbie land in a wetsuit eating fortune cookies, um, I'm probably going to get uh, asked to leave, which being all magical, I believe would put me right at the Pacific Ocean after I annoy the, uh, the Barbie people enough. So they the logic checks out. Um, fun fact. Do you know what Cerritos, California is home to? I do not. The headquarters for Razor Scooters. Imagine this picture. I'm up in Oregon. You're in California. You're scooting as fast as you can go. My bark and seal is just, arr, 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 and we're side by side trying to get to that fucking ocean. <laughs> and I feel like uh, just because of the mayhem and chaos I've created along the way, there's going to be all of these like former homeless people from New York chasing after me with pitchforks alongside of Mormons and Brittany Mahomes. Just like and, uh, barbecue shop owners. Don't forget about them. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're they're going to be waiting at the Pacific Ocean for me. Just like, what did you fucking say about my barbecue? And that yeah. is how you play that fucking game. That's how you win this race. Really fucking badly, but yeah. yeah. That's how you fucking do it. From sea to drunken sea. But now finally, we come to one of our favorite weekly segments, our Giuseppe's Drum Ball that we do of the week. Uh, you know, this... I'm, I'm going to say in, uh, in honor of Dune, part two, I think this week's voice is Christopher Walken. We didn't even get there yet, but all right. Christopher Walken. All right. Uh, before we get into, well, maybe I could do the voice for this. So uh, this week's unofficially uh, sponsored Giuseppe segment uh, is unofficially sponsored by Licking Hole Creek Craft Brewery, an agritourism event venue and farm brewery. So 
Christopher Walken. What do you do? Christopher Walken. I was in tune too. I was the emperor. Till they tried to stab me in the face with a soldering iron. And so, in honor of the famous remake of the popular series of books out of the UK, that's the United Kingdom. If you don't know, we honor the pool playing bang noodle wielding and absolutely from New Jersey, I mean Kansas wizard. I mean pool player named Giuseppe and our Giuseppe Stromboli redo of the week. Again, unofficially sponsored by Licking Hole Craft, a Creek Craft Brewery in beautiful Goochland, Virginia. Goochland. Licking Hole Craft, Creek Craft Brewery, a water conscious brewery, and the jokes write themselves. All right. <laughs> this week we head to the city of brotherly love where freedom is ringing. A bit differently for this season of Phillies baseball. From the city that brought you Pelt the Fat Christmas Man with Batteries, unofficial pride of Duracell, comes the hot dog Nancy. The Phillies have decided to put an end to $1 hot dog games, which were a staple for baseball games in April. Newsflash, it's fucking cold in Philly in April. Still. True. Yeah, true. The Philadelphia Phillies said that they would replace the deal with buy one, get one specials instead. So no more 100 or $1 hot dogs for you, which were also used as projectiles. Assume college nights will have cheap as shit PBRs for the fans and the youths. But if you're the Phillies, what cheap item are you introducing into the mix? And at what price point to keep people coming to freezing ass baseball games in April? Great question. Um, well, let's see. The Philly Fanatics green and broccoli is green. So I would offer steamed broccoli uh, for $2 a head. Just a um, whole fucking thing of broccoli. <laughs> it's it's a long game. Baseball games last like five hours. <laughs> it's a lot of broccoli. Uh, let's see. Philly <laughs> also loves cheesesteaks, but $1 cheesesteaks, you'd be losing money. So it's deconstructed cheesesteaks for a dollar where you can get like just the meat or just the bun or just <laughs> the uh, cheese um, for a dollar each. So really, it's like a $5 cheesesteak once you put all those things together. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. Just go up and some guys like, yes, I would just like the steak, please, sir. <laughs> Can I get the bun? I've already had the steak. <laughs> that sounds super hipster-esque. Like, holy shit, we should try and do that. Doritos, California, home of razor and uh, deconstructed cheese sticks. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All of a sudden, my my homeless Iditarod doesn't sound, seem too bad, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. If they're deconstructed, you can give each homeless person a different part of the cheesesteak. It's like a dollar each at that point. Mm -hmm. you got to feed them somehow okay I, I think that's a good good answer very philly uh philly centric um i had i too had a philly centric uh yeah. submission for this um one dollar uh green morph man suits <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my fucking giveaway for this mostly because 
I just want to turn on one game in April where there's just a million fucking thousands and thousands and thousands. Yeah. Just people running around in green fucking morph suits in the background the whole fucking game. Apparently you can't get arrested in Philadelphia anyway if you can just throw shit at people. So why does it even matter? Crime just, you know, let them go commit crime in their morph man suits. It'll be like Philly purge. (laughs) Yeah, and they're just out there throwing Duracells and hot dogs at people and deconstructed Philly cheesesteaks. Yep. <laughs> Take some hot we, cheese, you fucker. <laughs> so we talked about Giuseppe a few weeks ago. Uh, they're also now throwing uh, Reese's pumpkins at people in Philadelphia mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. anything they get their hands on, really. Take this but obscure that's, chocolate art out of here. That's the other reason that you got to give them dollar uh, broccoli heads, right? It's because steamed <laughs> broccoli, steamed broccoli is pretty soft. Okay, okay. I want to go back to the broccoli heads. Like, as an add-on, can you have it? Like, so you're holding the broccoli head, but can you add on, like, hot cheese to it? Um, If you have that the same night as the deconstructed cheesesteak, then in theory. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So you just have all these Philly people running around in morph suits, hitting each other with fucking, like, cheese broccoli heads. Cheese broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> this is for my brother, Giuseppe. <laughs> <laughs> No, mama, the cheese, the cheese coming right for you. <laughs> you don't go disrespecting my mother like that with your broccoli. <laughs> and you don't know who's who. So it's going to start family wars with these fucking morph suits. Just like, Timmy, why did you hit Big Jim with the broccoli? Big Jim looks like every other fucker in these morph suits, man. I actually think it's going to solve these family disputes we have going. You're going to wind up on the same side and not even know it. You're going to throw the broccoli and hit like uh, hit like Timmy, and it's going to be like, oh, yo, you see the way Johnny hit him? I don't hate his face so much no more. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we going to solve world peace in fucking Philadelphia? Ooh, that's a tall task. I would go back from California to Maryland <laughs> again before I would solve world peace in Philly. Okay, yeah, I think we need to like get on our sea otters and see how far they those fuckers can go from sea to shining arg. There, yeah. <laughs> Episode title: From Sea to Shining Arg. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna put arf because that's what they should be doing yep <laughs> <laughs> yep um oh my gosh that would be fantastic i mean i mean think about that okay so we're doing the reverse trek uh on these fucking sea otters and it's like okay we're almost there but we got to go through philly to get to new york to touch the fucking ocean that's all right we're almost there and then you just see all of philadelphia in these fucking green morph suits <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> who would have thought dollar morph suit day would have led to so much chaos but so much lasting peace you have no idea who it is too so you're gonna wind up just getting like shit kicked and they're gonna take their their uh morph mask off and be like no mama why you hit me so good with the gabagool you come out here and you take a punch right to my face and i don't like how that feels too good now yo and then you come out here mama i just want to love you and then next thing you know, it's just his mom just beating fucking Johnny with like the broccoli. Just ha! <laughs> Eat your fucking vegetables. Oh man, yeah. It, between... Broccoli and no shoes, Johnny. Broccoli and no shoes. 
You come out here in your Mothman <laughs> suit with your broccoli. Broccoli and no shoes. <laughs> there it AJ, is. AJ, go morph into your broccoli shoes, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I mean, just between that, I was going to say some of the, like my homeless Iditarod people are probably going to show up at some point and all this bullshit. Um, they just like abandon um, being duchies once they see the morph suits and they're like, oh, I can look so cool. And then they're like, oh, it's that fucker again. And then they start fighting the sea lions and shit. Now I just see like a whole bunch of like, uh, so it's the Amish, right? And they're all in the green morph suit. But then they just look at the Amish hat and the suspenders over the morph suit. Somehow the beard is sticking out at, at places, but it's not. They just, have, they just have like a strap on beard with like a little like rope on it. It's just strapped on underneath the hat. It comes as one set. You got the hat and the beard. It's like, eh. Little Abe Lincoln, uh, little play toys for you. Love it. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Welcome to the dumb. I was wondering when it was going to happen. Took a little it bit. Happens we got at some there. point. Yep. <laughs> we fucking got there. Um. So yeah, with with that, um, we're, we're going to end it on that note. Uh, we thank you for joining us for week seven of Floral Foolishness Sports. Oh, where it's always island oh. time. Oh from sea to shining yeah we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did as always i'm stotesy joined by the dragon wrangler jeremy phelps and as always you stay tropical azerbaijan